Good morning and welcome to the Berean Post devotional podcast, where we take a deep dive into the scriptures to find new insights and practical application for our modern lives. I'm your host, Duane, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you with us today. Each day we'll explore a different passage from the Bible, unpacking its meaning and exploring how it can guide our lives for today. So grab your Bible, your favorite drink, and get ready for an exciting journey of discovery. And if you want to stay up to date on all of our latest podcasts and blogs, be sure to check out brilliantpost.ca. Also, join our Facebook group where we call ourselves Bright Future Bible Freaks, and we have a lot of fun there together. But right now, we're going to get started and jump right into today's devotional. Good morning and welcome to another edition of the Berean Post uh, Bible Podcast, devotional podcast rather, and I've been gone for a couple of days, but it's really good to be back. For those of you that have been following this podcast, you know that we have been going through the book of 1 Corinthians, and we are in chapter 2, and as is my custom, I'm just going to jump in with the words of Paul, but I will say that um, by laying a little bit of context, when Paul says but God has revealed them to us. What he's referencing is verses uh, prior to verse 10, namely, the things that I cannot see or has not heard or mind has or has entered into the mind of men. So that's kind of the context. But other than that, I'm just going to jump in with the text here in verse 10, where Paul says, But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, uh, yes, the deep things of God, for what man knows, the things of man except the spirit of man which is in him even so no one knows the things of god except the spirit of god now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit of from god that we might know the things that have been freely given to us and again that's first corinthians 2 uh, verses 10 and 12. paul uses the the phrase these things have been revealed to us in reference to as I said, the things hidden to the eye, ear, and mind. The Greek word used for revealed in this verse is apokalepto, which is generally implies the act of discourse or unveiling. In the original language, the phrase suggests a, a one-time past event rather than um, ongoing or continuous action. So it indicates that at some point in the past, these things were made known or disclosed to Paul and those he was addressing. It does not imply, for instance, a continuous revelation or ongoing or an ongoing unveiling. Now, during our experiences, uh, we've experienced or heard ministries use this text to justify extra biblical revelation. The notion being communicated that we are the apostles and God through the Holy Spirit is now revealing new mysteries to us modern apostles. While the immediate context of 1 Corinthians 2 uh, 10 does not provide a specific time frame for when this revelation occurred, in the broader sense of, in the broader context rather, of Paul's writings, it's understood that the revelation of God's wisdom took place through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is a pivotal historical event brought about a new understanding of God's plan of salvation and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. However, that's not to say that God does not speak to us, nor is it to say that the Holy Spirit cannot show us new things in, in the Word. 
Paul does speak about ongoing revelation and the ongoing work of the Holy Spirit in the believers' lives. For instance, in Galatians 5, Paul speaks about walking in the Spirit and being led by the Spirit, indicating that there's an ongoing relationship and dependence on the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer. The Spirit produces fruit in the believer's life, guiding and transforming them continually. Again, we can find in Ephesians uh, chapter 1, 17-18, Paul prays that the Ephesian believers would receive the Spirit of Wisdom and revelation so that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened. This suggests an ongoing process of receiving revelation and understanding through the work of the Holy Spirit. We think, however, that for this kind of application, we would be, we would say, be very careful. And though we may be jumping ahead in our study here, we would agree with Paul where he says later on to do not go further than what is written. However, concerning the passage that we are looking at today, the language used indicates a specific event in the past when the wisdom of God was made known to Paul and his, and, and his audience, namely the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. According to Paul, there's no greater mystery coming. Now, we're not saying that there aren't other mysteries, for even later on in this same letter, Paul speaks of the mystery that states we shall not all sleep in which the word sleep is used as an uh, euphemism rather for, for death. However, the greatest mystery in history has happened. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. That's to say that God entered the world as a man and became one of us. But he was not honored, he was humiliated, not loved, he was laughed at, not crowned as king, he was killed as a criminal. Jesus the father of creation experienced hatred, brutality, disrespect, final mutiny, and rejection. He was brutally executed, buried, and then, on the third day, he rose from the dead. It seems to us here that Paul is saying to the Corinthian church, the mysteries of the lamb slain before the foundation of the earth that was spoken of through the, type, that spoken of through the, the types and shadows of the law and through the mouths of the prophets while hid from them in age passes past, rather, has now been revealed and has unfolded in our time. Perhaps for us, the modern reader, the passage, the passage reminds us of the profound significance of Jesus Christ's life, death, and resurrection. It speaks to unveiling the mysteries foreshadowed in the Old Testament through the various shadows and prophecies. The revelation of these mysteries signifies the fulfillment of God's redemptive plan bringing salvation and reconciliation to humanity. Reflecting on this uh, deepens our understanding of the magnitude of God's love and the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. It emphasizes that the, the ultimate mystery of God's plan for salvation has already been revealed in the person of Jesus Christ. There's no other mystery that's greater than this yet to be revealed. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Brian Post Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our discussion and it's brought you some encouragement and insight. Hey, if you want to stay up to date with all of our latest blogs, posts, and podcast episodes, be sure to visit brianpost.ca and subscribe. 
Don't forget to share our website with your friends who might need some inspiration or motivation. You can also join our community of Bright Future Bible Freaks on Facebook. Until next time, may peace and blessings abound in your home. Thank you.